Lee, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, good. Good. Uh, how's it been for you? Uh, for me, it's been pretty busy. I uh, haven't been, haven't been able to make a uh, a jam in a little little while because I'm um, I, taking on some extra work. I actually have not been on Uzbear in a little over a month. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, that's because uh, I've been really busy with this play I'm rehearsing for, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm I'm trying, you know, to let the people uh, who run the the play get me to host some sort of improv class or show, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because because uh, I I am very passionate about improv. I think yeah that. I, I would like to make something from it. Mm-hmm. So, so far, uh, I have, uh, I guess I'm in, uh, in the black when it comes to the money I've spent uh, on advertising this show, improv classes. I'm down thousands of dollars, which mm-hmm. is pretty normal for someone whose hobby is improv, you know? Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm just hoping to find other people, convince them improv is the greatest thing ever, and uh, get them in the black so I'd be in the red. <laughs> which I think is very noble. Well, yeah, I think so, too. It's it's an investment, you know? It is. It is sort of an investment it's a gamble it's a hobby just for fun it is a career it is all of those things yeah and it's one of those careers that like you definitely have to like make connections and know people yeah yeah So, um, any updates in your life? Oh, yeah, actually. Um, So, I actually released uh, some more music that I've made. I just released a track um, called In Shadow a couple uh, couple of weeks back. And, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I have no idea if you know this, but I'm I'm a, a composer. I've been composing music for about... 16 years going on 17 and so um right now i just kind of started taking it seriously as a as a hobby at least and i'm starting to release some music and i'm working on an album right now that i hope to launch uh later in the fall really uh so do you have any collaborators or is it just you know you're a solo act it's just me i'm a solo act so I write male music, uh, mostly for piano. Oh, I, I was going to ask, like, if it's, you know, one of those things where you play all the instruments. Yeah. Well, okay, so the way it, the way it happens is, like, yeah, I do play all the instruments, um, but I'm not, like, I'm not like the people you'd see on TV where, like, I'm playing piano, I'm playing drums, I'm playing guitar. 
basically it's me at the keyboard. Um, my main instrument is piano, so I can play piano pretty uh, proficiently. And then I can use different sounds and different instruments on my computer. So um, I can have like full string sections, guitars, singers, and I just play them in with my keyboard. Really? Really? Yeah. And that's how most media composers do it. Sounds, uh, sounds really interesting. Yeah, it sounds interesting, but in reality, it's really boring. Just sitting at the computer, hours and hours on end making music. Or practicing the piano, which is even more boring. You know, if it's the thing you love, it's not boring for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's 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 extremely exciting for me. Especially when people are like, Wow, you make wow, good, let me um let me I can't wait to hear your next track, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, have you ever seen the movie La La Land? No. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds plays a pianist who mm-hmm. um, he works at this very fancy diner owned by J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and J.K. Simmons is like, here's the sheet music, you're just going to play holiday music, the same holiday music everyone's loved for 200 years, and you're not going to play any variations on it. So Ryan Reynolds, like, he hates Christmas music, but it's mm-hmm. his job. So he, like, plays, uh, like, Let It Snow, and he just keeps going into these jazz improvisations where he's, you know, free-flowing and, mm-hmm. you know, like going off beat on purpose and off key. Uh, and that, that does kind of sound familiar, but I don't, I can't put put my finger on it. Right. It was very impressive that Ryan Reynolds learned piano just for that scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they probably have like a double. Like they'll probably show like, um, kind of like a stunt double but for hands so that they'll show Ryan Reynolds face but then the camera will cut to like um a professional pianist's hand no some movies don't even do that like there's this uh movie about Jimi Hendrix where the actor very obviously had no idea how to play guitar so Mm -hmm. like you could tell he wasn't even putting his fingers anywhere near the strings he was just holding the guitar (laughs) yeah like moving wildly from one side to the other, not knowing, you know, what chords even are or like finger placement, just four fingers all on the same string at the three mark and the 12 mark. (laughs) And like, it's supposed to be Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock and they spent a hundred million dollars on getting, you know, uh, thousands of people in the crowd in era-appropriate outfits. Yeah. Right? And the guy they got to play Jimi Hendrix, he looks like Jimi Hendrix and he talks like Jimi Hendrix. He does not play guitar like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Like, um, like the scene in...
And what? Lee, your mic cut off. What's going on? Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. The scene okay. in what? Oh, a movie called Amadeus. Yeah. And um, at the very beginning, it shows like a young Mozart playing his uh, violin. And you can obviously tell that the little kid actor has never held a violin in his life. So it's obviously that, um, uh, you know, he, that he, he, cannot, he can't really play. And uh, the same thing with like adult uh, Mozart playing at the piano. I, I guess to like a um, to like a non-musician, it probably looks good. But for me, I'm, huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, but for me, when I like look at the actor's hand, I'm like, oh yeah, this the the form of his hands is that he's definitely not playing that. Uh-huh. Okay, we cut to you are a musician that has mm-hmm. a player piano, right? And you don't actually know how to play piano, but you scam high-end restaurants, like the one I own, mm-hmm. uh, into thinking you can play when you really can't. Hey, hi, hi. Um, this might seem kind of awkward, but I am a professional restaurant pianist. And I can prove to you my, um, my skills. Can I please play? Uh, for your 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 fabulous establishment today. What is this called? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's a great name. Uh, yeah. So how about I uh, set up my piano and uh, show you some of my skills, huh? Well, what, 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 we, what we already have a grand piano uh, on the stage area, so you can just play that one. <laughs> you know what? That would be a great idea. However, you know what would be an exponentially better idea? If I bring in my, I go outside, special, and I'm pushing my piano through the, the, the doorway. My special piano. <clears throat> this baby is a lot better than any demo grand piano. It, it really please. does look like a nice real piano. Could you get it up on stage? The stage is about three feet in the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, can you help me with my uh, piano? I mean, you got it in all by yourself with only one arm. Yeah. Okay. Let me. I I know it's I know it's impolite to ask this, but what happened? You know, why did your arm get cut off in a machine, or do you have polio? No, of course not. Um, just uh, let me just. Uh, I got it. Oh, that was easier than I thought. Okay, it's on stage. Oh, let me just move this uh, Chuck E. Cheese mannequin out of the way. All right, here we go. You, I start playing. The piano starts playing a full second before my hands start moving. <laughs> playing some... Uh, wow. Playing uh, Chopin. Uh is a revolutionary attitude. Isn't this uh, Beethoven's fifth? It most definitely is. 
but it was inspired by Chopin's revolutionary etude. Hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds right. That's that sounds exactly right. It definitely does, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> okay. All right. So what did you say? How's my play? Well, you didn't answer my question. Uh, why what? do you only have one arm? Because playing with one arm is is for the professionals. Playing with two arms is cheating. That's why I cut my arm off. Like you Van Gogh. You cut your own arm off as a pianist yeah. to challenge just, yourself? Yeah, just like Vincent Van Gogh cut off his arm to challenge himself as a painter, yeah. Because uh, half of painting is hearing the subject. Exactly. So, do I have the job? And the piano starts playing without me. Shit. Uh, do, I, do I have the job? You know, you're a true artist. You can't go five minutes without hearing beautiful music. That's so true. Uh, listen, we can't really pay you uh, minimum wage. So how does $20 for six hours sound? Actually, you know, the best way you can pay me is just have cute girls tell me I'm handsome. You can pay me in validation. Well, okay, it's Chuck E. Cheese, so all the cute girls are going to be like five and under. Okay. Uh, new deal, then. Um, any cute employees that are over the age of 18? <laughs> yeah, all of our employees are like 14 to 16. Dang it. Well, can you uh, give me free pizza? Wait, hang on. What's your uh, opinion on MILFs? Because we do get MILFs. Uh, they are, they're, they're okay in my book. It's just, you know. Okay, yeah. Because I can, I can totally scope out the single MILFs for you. Yes. I can too. It's all the women in the uh, crowd that are crying. That are currently crying. No, we got crying babies sometimes so you can't just run to the nearest cry true 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 well how about this just how about you just tell me i'm handsome you you are certainly very handsome you have a very thick head of hair you know you're uh you're fit you look uh that one arm is pretty toned that's all i wanted to hear okay I'll play, I'm um, yours, I'll play for you. I'm yours by Jason Mraz, that's my favorite song. <laughs> um, I only know Beethoven's Fifth and half of, um, half of Take On Me. I would love to hear Take On Me. All right. I started start playing it. And then the piano starts to skip. Um, oh, uh, he's doing the remix. Yeah, remix. Like when he, whenever he hits a high note, he repeats it over and over again. Okay. So do I have the job? All right, you already you already paid you already paid me. I'm just gonna sit here and play the same two pieces over and over again. That's fine. It's fine. The kids don't know the difference. Um, we cut to uh, this guy becomes so successful at Chuck E. Cheese, uh, he gets the 2024 
Super Bowl halftime show. This has always been my dream ever since that first gig at Chuck E. Cheese I scanned my way into. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. You're going to love this. Everyone's going to be dying to hear Beethoven's Fifth followed by Take On Me right after seeing football. All right. See um, all the dancers behind him clearly have no formal dance training and scam their way into the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> and once the performance is over, all the players, uh, <laughs> they are very skinny and short and clearly have no uh, <laughs> formal uh, training of how to play professional <laughs> sports. And the commentators, uh, played by us, have never actually seen a football game before, and they're just winging it. Well, uh, we see this guy. He's wearing his cleats, right? That's, uh, uh, that's, that's 90% of a player's form. It's in there. Yeah. Their, and uh, and cleats, the, the, cleats, the cleats on their heads, yeah. Or those are the helmets, Oh, yes, right? on their heads, right? Their, their, uh, um, their cleats on their heads protecting their eyeballs. Yeah. Right. So so, so the, clearly, um, once they hit the the baseball into the score hoop, um, it, it's going to be over. It's, it's going to be a game, right? Right. Yeah. And those uh, lines with the with the numbers on them, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to identify what <laughs> numbers those are. Uh, only a professional athlete, such as these men on the field, could tell you what those numbers mean. Uh, to Precisely. to the to you or I, they just look uh, like incomprehensible symbols, right? Yeah, they they do. Like there's the one line, and then there's like a ten, and then they go up. So maybe those, maybe like for each number, that's how many players are supposed to stand on it. So on the fifty right. yard line, uh, fifty players are supposed to stand on the line. Right, and then next to the fifty line, there's a six, and then an O. I don't know why letters are next to numbers, right? I don't uh, know about any round numbers that uh, take a circular um, shape like that. So right. that, that says 6-0. As Six in, o. when you stand on that line, you go, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that is exactly right. Um, Todd, we... we that is the old yard line. Well, my name is Rick. Rick. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just don't have a Rick. You just don't have like a Rick face to me. You know, you have, you're very Toddish. Yeah, I've been told that. I, I guess. Um, I'm going to call you Todd, okay? You're you know, you now. can call me Todd. I think we're, we're good enough friends that you can call me Todd. And Thanks, I can Todd. call you Al. You ever call me that again? I will fucking stab you, okay? Oh, you can't curse on television. That's a that's a no no word. That's a word that mom washes out of your mouth. Todd, we talked about this, Todd. Okay. No, we didn't. Don't don't make me mad. Okay. Our parole officer is in the audience. Please don't make me mad. Anyway, so when the players hit the the the, the baseball <laughs> into the score hoop, it's, it's a game, right? Yep. Um, and then 
when they score a hoop, they dance, and the judges score their dances um, out of 10. And if they win, they get the million-dollar prize, and they go to Hollywood and get a huge record deal with Simon Cowell. That, that is the name of the game. Thank you for joining us for uh, uh, Sports Ball Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, and Sunday. <laughs> that was fun. Well, uh, I have a sketch. Oh, cool. Me too. So. Sweet. Sweet. Um, I'm going to put uh, my sketch in the chat. Would you like to play the officer or the citizen? I'll play the citizen. Uh, give me one second. I have to uh, log on to my computer. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I'll be like one minute. Right. I could hear your uh, microwave making noises. Can I ask, are you <laughs> making anything good? Uh, I'm making pizza. Oh, frozen pizza or like leftover pizza? It's leftover pizza from yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm reheating it. Yeah, it's way better than frozen pizza. Yeah. So I'll be right back. I'm just talking to Philip Dead Air. So, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you comment. I made it this far with the with the timestamp for how far you made it. If you are listening on RadioFreeMontclair.com. Uh, make sure you tune in on oozbear.com where you can call in and join the sketches uh, and have fun. So um, if you're a fan of cold reads and you want to put the words cold reads on your body, go to zazzle.com slash cold reads and buy, uh, we got t-shirts and hoodies and uh, we got patches so you can turn your old t-shirts and hoodies into new Cold Reads merch. Lee, you got the link? Yes, give me one second. I'm going to paste it. All right. So, yeah, I said I'll be the citizen. Got it. So, whenever you're ready, interior uh, car and the cop is uh, walking up to the citizen in the in the driver's seat. Hello, officer. Do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, I was only going 40 to 35. You shouldn't cut a guy some... Uh, sorry. I was only going 40 to 35. You couldn't cut a guy some slack? It's a school zone, so it's actually 25. I need to give you a ticket. Uh, the citizen looks over the ticket. Yeah. He hands the officer $200 bills. Are you bribing me? Not a bribe. The ticket's 200 I'm paying you $200. That's not how it works. You need to go into court and pay the fine there. Fine. He hands the officer another $100 bill. So this is the bribe. This is not a bribe. This is a tip. A thank you for going to court and bringing them my $200. I can't accept tips or bribes. 
and I can't impersonate you and pay your fine for you. So you can shoot poor people for no reason and rob people's houses with your body cam on, but you can't do this. That badge gives you some weird powers. <laughs> All right, that's it. The cop pulls the man through the window, dragging his limp body to the back of the cop car and teenagers from the school film the event. <laughs> and oh my God, that is that that is so true. That is so true. Oh my goodness. I think that definitely hits home. It's like, yeah, you can shoot people, kill people, get away from it, but you can't accept the bribe. Hmm. Trish, uh, do you have any stories involving a cop? <laughs> no. I mean, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was um, actually, like, stalked by somebody after um, after I went around them um, on the shoulder. And so then this guy stalked me all the way to the post office and when I when I got to the post office, he was like, "Bitch," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then it, like he took pictures of me and stuff. And then um, I was like, "I guess this guy's upset." And then I drove off. And then um, two days later, the police were <laughs> questioning me at a gas station, saying I did an illegal move by. Um, by going around him on the shoulder. <laughs> Wait, Trish, did you pass go without collecting two hundred dollars? Is that your legal move? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I might as uh, well have. Trish, I just did you put down a plus four on a plus four? That's an illegal move. Okay, I... that's not approved <laughs> by the board game authorities. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things you can't do in this life that I just break rules all the time. I guess. So uh, I have a I have a weird story actually. Um, and so remember that other story I told you about like I had a dream about like a bunch of Uzbek people and we were in like a haunted house. Um, a haunted house. What is that? Like with ghosts. Was that one of the improv or a sketch you wrote? It was a dream I had. Oh. <laughs> Okay, thank you. I had, I had like, uh, so we had another dream. It was me, Trish, Mesh, and I think Steve. We're all just sitting in a room, just like talking. I have mm -hmm. no idea. That's so awesome that you could dream about people's audio voices. <laughs> I like, I, I imagine like I've never seen Mesh play in my dream. Mesh was like around my height, had like a big smile on, and like kind of had like darker skin. Uh huh. And nice. you were just kind of curled <laughs> up in a ball. I don't know why. Was, was Brian really tall, too? <laughs> Wait, Brian wasn't there, was he? No, was, it was the Steve. And Steve. I imagine Steve just like, just like this friendly, very, very white guy with, like, short hair and a big smile. Nice. Sure. I mean, I imagine Steve is like a hippie with long hair. That's weird. Yeah. I have dreams um, that are pretty bizarre like that, too, yep. I had a dream recently. It was like a, um, I had a, a pet for my son. Um, it was a rabbit, and then the rabbit mm -hmm. bit me. It bit me, but it was so real. It was like it was, it was like I could feel it even when I woke up. Oh, oh. that happened to me, too. Oh, like, I'd get, like, stung 
buy like beads in my dream and wake up and like still feel it on my hands. <sighs> this um this is dangerous. I shouldn't be like talking about this. I don't really dream when I go to sleep, but I do daydream. Sometimes I'll be driving <laughs> or focused on something else and I'll mm-hmm. slip into a daydream and like suddenly I'll become aware that the dream isn't real. Like you ever do that? Oh uh, um, yeah. Sometimes. Preferably not while driving. <laughs> nope, not while driving. No, no, I don't want to be, you know, daydreaming or thinking about something else when I'm driving. But like, there is a minute where it is something else at the wheel. Mhm. Wow. There was one time when I um. I wasn't daydreaming. I was so sleepy that I was like half asleep and I was at the wheel driving full force. But like completely missed my I missed my turn. Like I was conscious, but I wasn't conscious. So I was conscious enough to, to stay on the road drive, but not enough to like notice which turn there was I was supposed to go. Then I wake up and snap out of it. <gasps> oh, that's scary. I have dreams because I used to work an overnight job and I would get so tired that um, when I would actually sleep, I had dreams that I was driving and I'd be driving off of a bridge, it, like just dying. Like <laughs> my car is just like, girl, oh, it's so scary. Oh, yeah. Um, back when I worked at my uh, warehouse job, um, it, it was really weird. I would get so sleepy. I'd literally be sleeping while working. Like, I'd be, like, half asleep, zoned out, and I'd be kind of, like, dreaming. So, like, when I'm, whenever I'm in that state, I can, like, I imagine that a person's, like, next to me, working next to me. Then I'd wake up and snap out of it and see no one's there. And there'll be time. there was one time where, like, I fell asleep. I was just kind of, like, walking. And I, for some reason, I went, I pushed a button on the wall. Then I woke up. I was like, why the hell did I press that button? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, I'm not, I'm conscious enough to operate, but not conscious enough to think. And that button was like an emergency stop button that I should not have pressed. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've had I have no idea. <laughs> I've never sleeped walk before. I bet Brian has. I don't sleepwalk, but I really uh, snore loudly. Good to know. Not come near your house. <laughs> I hate snoring so bad. <laughs> uh... I think I've been accused of snoring one time, but like, it's not like loud where I'm like vibrating the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody to snore loud enough to vibrate a wall. <laughs> Do you mean metamorphic, like metamorphically? Metaphorically. Metaphorically, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've I've seen like people have so many like bad dream nightmares and just be screaming and stuff. Cause my dad was in Vietnam and like he would kill like he he almost killed my mom while um while they were sleeping together so they could no longer sleep together for that reason. So. That's real. 
That is real. PTSD, that shit is real. <laughs> you need to take yeah. What? You need what? To... Oh, this little kid is talking to me, sir. Is, is, is that Boxer Boy? <laughs> yeah, Boxer Boy. You want to say hi? No. <laughs> That's a kid for you. It's like, no, I don't. Oh, did you just put that um, sketch in, or did you guys already read that sketch? Oh, I just put that one in. Oh, good. Another okay, wait, before we do that, uh, we uh-huh. cut to uh, Trish and Lee are playing my roommates who just now found out that I'm a sleepwalker. Um. Okay. <laughs> I so last really night wish... was real scary. I really yeah. wish she would have told us that. Um, I am like freaked out. I I mean, when he came at me with a knife, I I was gonna fight back. I was very close. Yeah, I was so close to fighting back, but I was too busy hiding. And then he was like moaning. I I thought he was like thinking he was a mummy in his sleep or something. Ooh, ooh. I thought he was. I thought he was imagining having sex with me. Oh, I after a few times I thought it it was like sex with a monster. Like it was it was really the gyrating was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely was. It was full on twerking. <laughs> um, it was. I mean, he had some good moves. You gotta gotta hand it to him. I just, I don't know, like, what triggers it. I mean, there has to be something he's dealing with in real life, right? Yeah. Because, like, he, he went into the bathroom and started, like, he took the, the, the pole from the shower, set it up, and started grinding on it. Like, it was a her. And then, like, the butter, I swear all the butter was gone from the refrigerator. It was on his body, slippery as an eel. Yeah. Like, there goes omelets. I'm not, no omelets today, so th- that's that. And, like, I, the pomegranates were gone, too. It was, like, full aphrodisiac stuff, everything gone, chocolate, I don't know. I I think we need to stock up the refrigerator now. I think he's a food stripper. Oh, my gosh. If he is, I'm totally going to name him. Um, mango on the pole yep <laughs> that's what it we cut to um brian the next night you got the whip you got that whip you got that whip got it okay i got it i i don't know if we should do just a lame like pranks you know, the whole thing on his nose and then he tries to scratch it. I don't I wanna do something else. Like what? Well he, he said he we we noticed that he likes like stripper type stuff. Mhm. What if we get him to do something? We could bring him to the strip club. Well, I was gonna suggest take all of his clothes off and cover him in whipped cream. But your your idea sounds better. We could do both. We could do both. Let's get him in the car. Here, yeah. take 
take his um, legs. I'll take his um, head. Okay. Shoulders. So, like, we, we put him in the car. I put a, I, I fashioned a whipped cream shaped G string. Just <laughs> perfect. I start driving. Oh, ladies of the night. What a great name for this strip joint. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with this one for, you know, research. Research. Gosh, John, I thought you were like a scientist. I do. I studied the human anatomy very Mm. closely. Indeed. Well, plenty of opportunity for you to study once you get in. In fact, I... I Yeah, go ahead. I had a... I had a $20,000 government grant, and I spent it all here at the strip club. God, is he still sleeping? It's vibrating the walls. In the car. This is, oh, my God, this is so insane. You know, for my job, too, as a photographer, I'm totally going to get in on this. I brought my um, Canon 500. Mm-hmm. All right. We should, um, we should bring him in. All the ladies are here tonight. It's um, five five dollar uh, uh, drinks for free, I guess. I mean, five dollar drinks. All right, let's bring them in. <laughs> you go inside. You see a poster of my face on it saying, "Do not let him in." Fancy <laughs> picture that shows me completely drunk, um, running out. With a art, with a with a mod of strippers running out, running at me angrily, and one actually throwing a shoe at me. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, God. I, that. I totally could have got that photograph. Yeah. Damn it! Oh, next time. Yeah, next oh, time. Oh no, we 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 can sneak in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So where are we gonna put them? We're gonna put him um next in the standing line. He's gonna cut the line. Where the fish is. Hey you stripper, get back. We know where we're putting him. You're supposed to put him in the fish. Where the fish live. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Let's yeah, let's go with your idea, John. Right where now? By the pool, you said. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But he's still sleeping. Do you think he'll like go full dance mode with us? You know, as long as the music's playing. Hopefully, I hope his Houston doesn't flop off. We hear okay, they stuff. they hit play on the boombox and it brings his body to life and he starts dancing like in Weekend at Bernie's Tomb. <laughs> Wow, he has got some good moves. Yeah. See him doing uh, grind on me, uh, the the thing where he's spinning on the pole just by his legs. We see people throwing thousands of singles at his body, and Trish and Lee are collecting all of them and putting it in their pockets. Hey, hey! Oh my God, right. great. 
Yeah, they're attacking tonight. Not to pay that pay back that grant. Uh. <laughs> oh shit! He's, I don't know if he's waking up. Oh my gosh! I gotta get a picture of him before he wakes up. The Flash. She has an old timey <laughs> huge dome light, like an old like a newsy, <laughs> like a newsy journalist, uh-huh. and that's what causes him to fall off the pole and into the crowd, and that wakes him up. Ah. Where, where am I? Where am I? You, you you land on some old guy's lap. Hey there, sugar. Ugh, gross. It's been a long time since I've seen a whipped cream g-string. Well, I'm. Oh my God, I'm completely naked under this whipped cream. We're all buttercup. Trish Lee, what are you doing here? Hey. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, John. Uh, hey, buddy. Oh, listen. So, um, you have been sleepwalking and stripping, and we think it is so great that we wanted to give you your time to shine. We call you the sleep stripper. You'll be known around the world as the only male to rock. A whipped cream G-string. What do you think? What? Hang on. I must pay rent. Are Are you pocketing all the money? Well, we gotta pay like not. our own stuff. You know, I, I this photography thing is not gonna pay itself. All right. Oh my God. I can't, I can't believe this. You checked your Facebook? <clears throat> I, I pull my phone out of my whipped cream G-string and I lick it off and then I spit <laughs> it out because of how gross it is. <clears throat> Ugh. Oh my God. I, uh, I haven't logged into Facebook in like, Several years, they completely changed the layout. It looks hideous. It um, and I find all the photos that you've been taking. I'm gonna kill you. You know that? I. Hey, hey, hey boss... listen. You you have 15 likes, and one of them is from your boss. You see, you see, um, you see a, a reply from your boss, and he says, "Hot," the 100 sign, and the um. The uh the eggplant emoji. Oh my God! You know what this means? I can use my body to gain sexual favors at work. This is all I've ever wanted. See, we helped you. Thanks, guys. You do know what's best for me. We do. Now let's and we, go home. We uh we jump and do the, the high guys. five freeze frame. Mm-hmm. All three of us. And we hear like the theme song to the sitcom. Don't you forget about me. And scene. So, uh, so Lee, let's uh, let's read your sketch. Anything we should know beforehand? Would you like to cast the sketch? 
Yeah, I'll cast it. So the, the casting is actually pretty simple. So um, uh, I will play the narrator and um, the uh, stage direction. Um, Brian, you can be Todd. And Trish, okay. you can be Bethany. Okay, great. Give me one second. I have to get my cup real quick. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if you were here, but um, we did a um, I did a sketch called uh, Five Stages of Going to a Wedding Single. Yes. And I so do. this is kind of a spinoff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this, so this one is a spinoff of that. So I'll start. Interior. Todd's bathroom. Day. Lucille shot up Todd, Todd in his bathtub, texting someone on his phone. <clears throat> so, you've finally done it. You've finally landed a date with the chick you've been talking to on kick. Good for you. Now you think that you're going to be getting lucky tonight. Todd pumps his fist in excitement. He drops his phone in the water and quickly takes it out. <clears throat> However... Trying to bang that girl you met on kick will not be easy. In fact, you'll go through five distinct stages. Here are, the, here are the five stages of trying to get laid by the girl you met on kick. Interior. Todd's living room. Day. Helder card. Stage one, denial. Todd is in his underwear, rummaging through his closet to find clothes to put on. This is the stage where you try to make yourself believe that you will not be making love to that sock puppet you dressed up like Jennifer Aniston. This is natural. You put on cologne for the first time in six years, randomly start lifting those dumbbells you bought but never used, and pick out that awesome shirt you bought from Wish. Todd holds up a shirt that is clearly too small for him. On the shirt, we see a picture of Goku grabbing the eternal dragon by the testicles. Oh, hell yeah, we are definitely fucking tonight. You will then let yourself tell yourself little white lies in the mirror, like... All right, buddy, you can do this. You are an attractive person, and any woman will be happy to have sex with you. Well, remember, this is purely denial. Interior pods... I'm I'm such an idiot. Interior red lobster evening. Counterpart, stage two, anger. Todd is sitting with Bethany at the table. Todd is fully engaged with Bethany. However, Bethany is on her phone. She is not giving Todd any attention whatsoever. She has not even lifted her head from her phone. The next stage is anger. Why are you angry? Because none of your moves are, are making her want to skip dinner and fling herself onto you. You try licking your lips, talking in a smooth voice, and reciting the synopsis of every John Wick film. You even brought attention to that rotten shirt you bought off a of wish. So, uh, beautiful, what do you think about the shirt? Did I tell you to talk? Sorry. Nothing is working. Not only that, she's been on Tinder this whole time. She swiped right to 12 men before you guys even sat down. That's a bit of red flag. <clears throat> Interior, Red Lobster Evening. Helder card, stage three, bargaining. Once it becomes clear that she's not into you, you start to make deals with her. 
So, uh, how about I take you home, make you a special dessert, maybe slip $20 in your pocket, and uh, we see where the night goes. Destiny picks off one of her high heel shoes and throws it at Tom. It hits Tom right in the face. I thought I told you not to talk. You also try bargaining with God. Todd begins quietly praying in his seat. Dear Lord, if you help me get laid tonight, I promise I'll go to church every day. Maybe not every day. Maybe once a week, month. Okay, I'll I might not actually go inside a church. But I'll um I'll ooh, ooh, there's this uh one pastor on TikTok. I'll watch him. Wait, he got um not not him. Not the guy that got uh kicked out of the clergy for dry humping a Jesus statue. This one of Bethany's shoes slides off and hits him in the head. Uh, Trish? Um, oh, okay, sorry. I'm not going to uh, tell uh, you again. <laughs> After praying to God with a mouthful of teen crap and handing over $200, you start to get the impression that you'll be dusting off the old fuck puppet tonight. In the last desperate effort to get into her pants, you try pawning off that broken iPad your friend gave to you at a wedding. It's pretty bent and the speakers don't work, but it's usable. Interior, Red Lobster, Evening, Saddle Cart, Stage 4, Depression. Now comes the depression. You bought her dinner and gave her 200 bucks but she's still not giving you any of that sweet, sweet pity sex. You'll feel like your life is over. I've tried everything in the book, but I guess she's just too classy a woman for me. That's what's out of Bethany. Bethany passes gas for a solid seven seconds and continues to look at her phone. Look back to Todd. This shirt was a total waste of $13. The rest of the dinner drags on. All of the signs become very clear that she's not into you. She's swiping right to men on Tinder at a rate of 25 per minute. Also, she says things like, I wouldn't have sex with you if my vagina was on fire and your penis was a fire extinguisher. Looks like a sad sack of puss. A little bitch baby boy, because you are. Well, can you at least cover the tip? Destiny stands up and grabs a chair from the adjacent table. I thought I told you not to talk! Destiny fully launches the chair at Todd. Interior. Todd's bedroom. Night. Stage five. Acceptance. We see a bird's eye view of Todd. Sorry. This should be Todd is sitting in his living room. Eventually, you learn to live with the fact that you couldn't sleep with her. This revelation comes during a moment of great enlightenment. We see Todd taking out a sock puppet with a picture of Jennifer Aniston taped onto it. No amount of trickery or bribery can make a woman sleep with you. If it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. Think down, you've grown as a person. 
and you can accept that fact. Bethany comes on the screen, and she takes the puppet out of Todd's hand. Al, there you are. Wait, what are you doing here? Al, um, I match with the sock puppet on Tinder, and we are so fucking tonight. But wait, what about me? Bethany picks up Todd's massive flat, 65-inch flat screen TV and lunges us toward Todd. Attack! One scene. Well, um, once again, I am going to say, Lee, uh, writing comedy sketches is not the same thing as getting therapy. No matter how many times you insist that it's the same thing. <laughs> I never said it's the same thing. Uh, is any part of this based on a real date? Uh, you see, uh, more or less about 80% of it. So you've had a 65-inch flat-screen TV ripped off the wall and thrown at you? Um, no, it was a 75-inch, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's comparable. Okay, yeah. Um, wh why do you think you're so unlucky in love? Yeah, I never said that. You know, getting hit by the TV is, is a, um, it, it's good, you know. It's a good part of the day. Sure. I mean, I will, I will say in my life, I haven't even gotten nearly as this far i haven't talked you know i'm terrible at talking to people in real life i get that feeling it's uh it's why i love this i don't see you i can't uh you know make eye contact so that doesn't trip me up as much mm -hmm. i know i'm very intimidating oh yeah so intimidating you're uh you're seven feet tall, I'm six feet tall, right? So there's uh, there's that. Yep. People just part ways whenever they see me, like parting the Red Sea. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yes. uh, I, mm -hmm. no, go ahead. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I, I wrote this, uh, I wrote it as a comedy article a few years back. And so today I kind of retrofitted it to be a sketch. Right. You still, uh, have any, uh, uh, you still write articles regularly or what? I write articles, but not comedy. Uh, I write them for work. How's uh, how's that yeah. going? Yeah, it's good. It's it's my job. Making more money from it. We're doing a lot of overtime, so that's that. So there's that. Um, 
as someone who writes articles, right, are you afraid of the uh, the BuzzFeed news? All about the AI? Um, not really. I mean, not only have they started replacing jobs with AI, their stock went up. So stockholders are basically looking at human labor as a liability at this point. Yeah, that in in the in and of itself is scary. Mm-hmm. Like um because I know a lot of companies are putting a lot of money into AI. Like Microsoft and Google. And yeah. But I don't think that um, my job will jump to AI anytime soon because, like, we're definitely a, a very tight-knit group of people, and we really appreciate the art of journalism. So we're not trying to just, like, pump out content. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm not really afraid. You're not, really. Not yet. I know that down the road, I'm definitely going to have to be afraid. Right. I mean, what if AI companies bankrupt uh, your company? Then I will be very afraid and out of a job. Hmm. Then hopefully, like, Hopefully, more companies will. So, like the thing is, using AI is convenient, but it's just not to the point to where it can replace people. Like, there's still mistakes, and especially in my line of work, um, like I've tested Chat GPT, and there are so many mistakes. Um, whenever I try to uh, produce articles. So I will produce articles to see like how it will function, so I can write about it, and and like I will produce articles, and there'll be just so much wrong shit in them. Yeah. So have you uh, ever used something like Grammarly, or like AI spell check, grammar check programs? Yeah. If I didn't, I'd be out of a job. I'm horrible when it comes to, like, typos. But when it comes to information, you're very accurate. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean... A lot of people are going are gonna to lose their jobs to AI. And I feel like there, there's this one seat. Have you played uh, Detroit Become Human? No. I've heard of it. I know, you know, a couple things about it. Well, there's, it's, you know, it takes place in a, a future where, like, androids are everywhere and people are losing their jobs because of it. And there was one person, a homeless person, who held up a sign that says, Android took my job. And I think that 
kind of a future that we're heading towards. Like, um, people are going to be laid off in droves because companies can use chatbots to produce stuff. And people are going to be like, well, I lost my job because AI took it, you know. Uh-huh. And we I know that people are I know that people are going to be, oh, there're going to be mass lawsuits. I know it. I guess Well, okay, be- there's this um famous uh video that like what's her name? Uh Grimes made where like why aren't communists more psyched for AI replacing jobs cuz like they don't want to work. And it's like even if, you know, they want to work or don't want to work, that doesn't guarantee that, you know, if an AI replaces your job, you're not guaranteed unemployment forever. You're only guaranteed it for six months to a year. Right. So then after that time goes up, you have to think of something, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, um, you know, let's say you worked at Blockbuster, right? And that's all you know is how to run and operate a blockbuster. Mhm. What do you do? Yeah, you're going to have to adapt somehow. Uh Trish, are you back? Yeah. You guys are talking about AI. <laughs> replacing jobs um what did you say you did for a living yeah i work in healthcare. i give people their medications so what you do you know could never be done by a robot i'm not sure could possibly it's my clients are independent enough okay we talked to Trish, as one of her clients, dealing with a robot nurse, played by Lee. I want to take this med today. Uh, it's, it's giving me diarrhea. Hello, Mrs. Trish. I am your automated healthcare servant. Please let me administer your morning medication. And the incident through my ass, because I ain't about to take this no damn bed. Please let me administer your morning medication. Like I said, shove it up your ass. Shove it up my ass. I don't care. I'm sorry. I did not understand your response. Can ass, you please say it ass again? Asshole. Asshole. Let me show you it. She shows him. I'm sorry, I am not equipped to operate in that part of your anatomy. I said asshole. Fine. Put in my freaking mouth. Get this over with. Administering your morning medication. Thank you for cooperating. Yeah. Is there anywhere else I can assist you? Yeah, you can wipe my ass after I just showed it to you. I'm sorry, I have no soda beverages on me. Can you please repeat that? I said wipe my ass. I'm sorry. 
I cannot call your grandmother. Please try again. She slaps the robot. I'm sorry. Have I been an inconvenience to you? Don't get down on my grandmother, you robot. I'm sorry. I cannot call Kansas now. Who the fuck is Kansas? <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot give you a bucket at this time. I I start taking all of my meds from um, their dispensers and shoving them into the robot's mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I am not equipped to handle this, 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 this. Swallow the meds, damn it. I start pulling its mouth and trying to make it come uh, closed. I'm sorry, but the laptop is full. (laughs) The laptop died, so no more of your laptop. Who brought this other robot in the room? Damn it. This is my assistant droid. Please. You can have it. Ten minutes. You're gonna have your laptop back. Boston's right seems to be malfunctioning. Administering update. Software update. Now your laptop is full. Now your laptop is fine. You can use it now. Damn it. Now I have two robots on the fridge. I am not calling the real nurse today. The real nurse is out today, for she is pregnant. I need a human. I need a human. I start calling the real nurse, which is played by Brian. Hi. (laughs) Yeah. What? I know you said that these robots I'm could handle sorry, everything. But but you, you can hear this use right now? Your laptop you hear, right now. Do you hear you this can right use now? It. I I hear how annoying it is. Well, bye. I've I've never I literally never dealt with anything more annoying in my life. But look, I'm not a nurse. You okay, you know what my last job was? Now. I worked at a grocery store and I helped people operate the self checkout, right? That's my job. Okay, you can't, uh, I'm not really a nurse. I'm not qualified to be a nurse, right? You need me to change your diaper, I'll do that. But all I'm here to do is help you operate the uh, the robot. Robot can't even change my diaper. I asked him to wipe my ass. Fine, I'll wipe you. It's fine. Just, okay, get, get on your stomach. <laughs> is this good enough for you? God, it's so hairy. <laughs> what my ass? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Let me press the record. Are you filming me? What is this for? Well, um, your boss said that I need to keep track of you so your job doesn't get replaced. You know that they don't need butt wipers anymore. (laughs) So. Okay. Sure. 
make sure you do a good job because your supervisor is going to be watching this recording. I'm going to be doing so fine. I'm I'm going to be no one's going to be doing finer than me. <laughs> yes. Well, this is really something. The um <laughs> um the robot comes back to life played by Lee. Um Lee, could you give this nurse her meds? <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot look up why lizards kill scroll back on Google. Please try again later. Ignore ignore that. I always keep my meds on me. <laughs> feel better now, nurse? Oh, I feel so good. Now you know how I feel like. Why the fuck am I in this place? Why do I need nurses to take care of me? I'm sorry, I cannot... Research why the world is round. Please try again later. <laughs> see what I'm dealing with, nurse? Yeah, I see. I cannot depend on this AI robot to give me my meds every day. I Look. got it. Searching for feet stuff on Pornhub.com. <laughs> There are 485,298,000 results. Which video would you like to play? No video. All of them? What? Nothing. Where? None of them. None of them. Where? That's what I said. Are you, you know that I got you on your recording and your boss is watching. Your ass wiping days might be over. And that $60,000 job that you enjoy might be over. If you're watching Pornhub. He's watching Pornhub. Oh, that smaller robot should not be saying that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, um, what are we going to do with Nurse? This AI is um, malfunctioning. I really don't have any need for it. I'm sorry. I cannot research what does the fox say on YouTube. Please try again later. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest with you. This is our future, right? Not me. This. If you want out, you got to get out. So I want you to go through that door and just run as fast as you can. Well, what about you? Get out of here. Get job. out of here. You Don't look back. It's too late for job. me. It's too late for me. This is my future. It doesn't have to be yours. Oh, my gosh. I need I need the um, lock code. They got me locked in here. It's 6969. But I don't run. tell them I told you that. I run to the Play. door. 6969. I'm running, Play. robot. There's Maybe. nothing you can do about it. Got it. Playing 10 hours of Baby Shark on loop on YouTube. <laughs> I fling the door open and start running down the streets away from any other obstacles that might try to shove narcotics up my head. 